praise your name, Father. We bless you on today, Father. Ooh, I love your name, Jesus. I love your holy and blessed and sanctified name, God. We give you the honor and the glory, God. Oh, there is none like you. Oh, there is none. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun. Searched all over. Couldn't you find nobody. I looked high and low, God. At Still night by my bed, nobody. I saw you. Oh, God. Who my soul you said, loved. pick up your bed and walk. Oh, Bitch, walk. Ooh. Get up and walk. Who touched the hem of my bed? Who? Who was it, nigga? I felt virtue oh. come out. Come. Oh, your faith hath made you whole. It hath made me glad. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. This is tarrying service, y'all. Let me be very clear that I didn't know what a tarrying service was until I got to college. Are you serious? And met these Pentecostal-ass niggas. Nigger? We don't do that in the Baptist tarrying church. Tarrying service is some some wild-ass shit, my God. Never heard of her. Don't know her. Yeah, Never until met her. You, you will stay there until you are endowed with power from mm-hmm. on high. I don't have time. Come on over to the Lord's I side. Want, I don't want it. Is there chicken at the altar? That's <laughs> excuse me. It, is there fucking nourishment? Yes, there's the bread of life. <laughs> no, bitch. Out of your belly shall flow no. rivers of flowing water. No. Mary And you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. You're, 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 you're listening to me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm wrapped up and tangled up with the Lord. I am fat up. I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Man. Well, this is fun. All right. Yes. Well, hope I'm you sorry, enjoyed the episode. Don't play with me. Welcome to the Worship Podcast. This just is not the Worship Podcast. Yes, this is the Worship Podcast. This is, in fact, the Worship Podcast. <laughs> this is it. Y'all, Andre yep. read me for filth without saying one word today. <laughs> it was such a blessing. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Well... <laughs> Welcome to, you know... Whatever the fuck. The Crispy Chicken Podcast. <laughs> um, you know... It's a podcast... This is actually... A, that's a... <laughs> that's an aptly named... Uh, that's... That's... Yeah, that's the correct... Is that what the fuck we are? Yeah. The, the Crispy, Crispy Chicken, Chicken Podcast. Amen. A name change. We love a name change. Yes, God. Brand. Yes. New branding. No, but New Monica. <laughs> no, but for welcome to the... The Worship Podcast. Um, we are a podcast of two fat, black, queer, churchy ass niggas, niggas, kings. The fuck? Oh, fuck. Um, and we you know, know the white man took the word and they twisted it all up, and uh, mm. they want to take our, mm. our royalty from us. Mm-hmm. You want to castrate us? Mm. Make us uh, slaves. We ain't never been mm-hmm. no slaves. Mm-hmm. Check your history book. Mm-hmm. The one that I wrote myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why are you eating this, man? <laughs> <laughs> this 
this would be so much funnier if we were high. This would make sense if we it were really high. Would. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and this here is, we are, very you know, sober. We just fresh we, off the oatmeal. <laughs> Bitch, I'm fresh off of a granola. So oh, we're bo- no, here. we both ate granola. Amen. Yeah, um, but yeah, so you know, we just um, talk about the different ways that we're healing these deep, awful wounds that this fucking world has, has left us. in us. Yes. Um, that we never asked for. Never. But you know, we realize that it's ours now. We have to heal it. So yeah, mm. this is what the fuck it's about. How was your week, son? Bitch, it happened. <laughs> what an answer. <laughs> what a fucking answer. Oh, I don't know what happened this week. Um, life. That's that's always good. It means you're alive, right? My God, you read me today though, so that that can pretty much take up uh, seven days worth of fun. Seven How about your week? Days. My week was <laughs> my week was cool, and I started to lean into more. Um, this. Ooh. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, leading to this. We are drunk, y'all. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I was kidding earlier. Leading into the space of just letting shit happen um, organically the way it happens. And um, it's actually been paying off pretty well. So, yeah. What is, like, what is an instance of that? Um, just, um, I think I talked about, um, like, this nigga I was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. And about how, you know, I liked him, but I wasn't pushing it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, now I'm just, like, actually having fun with this nigga. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a pretty cool thing. Also, um, just not stressing myself out over shit that I have no control over. Like, just, just resting in this reassurance that God has got me. Mm. The universe has got my back. Come and on. says, like, my nigga, they got me. Um, it may not look like it all the time, but... I am protected. Right. So, yeah. It's been helpful because, like, I don't, like, ugh. Stress be fucking you up. Nigga. Like, stress can fuck angle. you up so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's been a week of just, of me not being as stressed as I usually am. Mm. Oh, glory. 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 Oh, thank you. That's so interesting. I feel like, for me, this past week, um has been about figuring out what sort of healthy routines I can put into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, one of them has been cleaning one room in my house each morning. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, because, I mean, we've talked about how I'm, like, a very all-or-nothing type mm-hmm, of person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, typically when I'm cleaning, it has to either be an all-day thing. Yeah. Like, one day, you know, one and done, or mm-hmm. it just doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but just sort of breaking up that that thought process and being mm-hmm. like, actually, you can just, like, get up, clean one room, and feel really good about that one room. Mm-hmm. And go about your day. Yeah. And, like, you will see mess throughout the house, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been there for a long-ass time, but <laughs> you can handle that particular other mess right. tomorrow mm-hmm. or the day after that. Yeah. Um, 
so that has been really useful i also got to go back to my high school and talk to the students there Mm -hmm. and it was such an amazing opportunity to be able to go back and talk to high school students predominantly black and brown students Mm -hmm. um about being a queer black woman um and my like journey to where I am now in my career Mm -hmm. and life um and for students to like feel compelled or feel able to ask me like because some in some of the classrooms I didn't readily say like I'm a member of the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just like nigga I'm talking about this LGBTQ organization that I work for right um but in the classrooms that i didn't mention it outright um like the students were like um excuse me are you you gay (laughs) or are you a member of the lgbt community (laughs) and um yeah so just being able to be in a classroom where someone who i I was just thinking about it from the other side because like you know children see children yeah so like walking into these different i went to like maybe 20 different classrooms oh wow and um just thinking about how it would have impacted me Mm -hmm. as a high school student Mm -hmm. sitting at this like super black super let's latinx school um the the school that i went to Mm -hmm. and like seeing someone who is black and queer and femme Mm -hmm. talk about being black and queer and femme and how that impacted their life their education um their career choices and how like you can be who who it is that you are Mm -hmm. and like a lot of my the the talk that i structured was Mm -hmm. around like the importance of finding community um if you go to college if you just move out of your parents house whatever Mm -hmm. finding community um be that like faith community be it like you know characteristics of who you characteristics like uh identifiers of Mm -hmm. yours be it like hobbies or whatever just some sort of community um that that will give you some sort of anchor Mm -hmm. a a group of folks that that can relate to you and things like that but anyway it was so awesome and it was i like did this what i called my two-day world tour because like (laughs) i went thursday thursday morning i drove up to dc by the way wednesday wednesday night into thursday morning did not go to sleep because I was trying to write this story for um, the storytelling event that I was invited to to share at in New York. Mm-hmm. Never wrote the story. I was trying to write the story <laughs> about the fucking drawstring backpack date. <laughs> oh, God. I went through so many drafts. But it just ended Ooh. up being way too long. Because I had like a set time of 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's it ended up being like 35 minutes every time. Um, so I'm thinking about what I can do with that. I really want to turn it into like this like digital um what is it called like a cartoon mm-hmm. i want to turn it into a cartoon with like oh it's anyway okay. but um so i didn't sleep wednesday night because i was trying to d- develop that story for this event that i've known about for four months <laughs> um so i ended up not not writing the story that i wanted um 
getting up well I slept for like maybe an hour getting up driving up to DC to catch the mega bus to go up to New York it took about five it took longer than five hours actually um went to the event it was in Brooklyn it was amazing it was super fun left the event early got on the subway caught the mega bus the mega bus got there two hours late oh um God. it was supposed to get there at 11 and i was supposed to get to dc at 3 30 but instead it got there at 12 30 i think mm-hmm. and didn't get to dc until like 5 a.m so got to dc drove home drove to woodbridge mm-hmm. uh to my mom's house took a shower left my mom's house went to the school was at the school from like seven fifteen to like 3 p.m came back outside my tire was flat had Ooh. to call triple a like <laughs> everything back to back to back <laughs> got home like completely knocked out for like three hours only woke up because i was like oh my god aca and i wasn't I couldn't remember if I had enrolled or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and Friday was the last day, but I had. So, and once I woke up, I was just like, I just need to go home. So <laughs> then I drove home to Fredericksburg. So, Amen. my God. Um, but yeah, just returning. I'm sorry. That was a long ass story to say. God, look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh Lord. I had a, I had a decent week. Um, decent. Do, do, do shit, but um, here I am. Amen. Amen. So, um, this week's podcast, we typically what we do is we, um, you know, get an outline of what we're going to talk about, and you know, just kind of briefly discuss it prior. But Maybe, guess what, bitch? There is. <laughs> we got some new shit. There's no fucking new Jasmine, this week. new Monica. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's just, we're going to bullshit through this. Yeah, we're going to freestyle this bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be cute. Um, So, yeah. Super cute. Um, Usually, the first thing that we talk about is Ron Honest, which is basically us reading ourselves. Yeah. But um, I've made the, well, I've I've just realized that I haven't been much of a fuckboy this week. Mm. Um, I've been great. Yes, God. I've been great. Um, Be great. I haven't transferred any... I haven't, <laughs> I haven't interacted with niggas enough to transfer any hurt. So there's Amen. that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But I've also been, you know, um, rehashing old things I've said because I've listened to the old podcast mm. and kind of, you know, been going back over and taking notes of some of the shit I said and kind of trying to, okay, well, trying to be like, all right, well, let's work on this or mm. let's put some intentional energy behind this uh let's realize where we are here maybe write about it figure out what we can do all these things yeah and um one of my most pressing ones um was me being like it was was it last week that i was talking about or probably the week before i was talking about i was a messy bitch with loads of drama Um, it was one of those weeks it was one of them um and I had an opportunity where I was like, I had to really sit back and assess whether or not 
some a decision I was making was because I was trying to be messy or like kind of reveling in the mess. Mm. Um, or was it because I had a genuine interest? And it had to do with um, it had to do with someone who I am actually interested in. Um, but the circumstances around that were just so. <laughs> oh my god. Um, they're just so wild. Um, I don't Pray even want tell. to say Pray exactly what Mm-mm. it is. You gotta share now. Um, basically, we can bleep out. I don't know oh how to bleep God. shit out. I mean, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I would just do a voiceover and be saying, "Boo!" <laughs> 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 any identifying material. <laughs> um, basically, to make it vague as fuck, but also specific enough so that you know. Bitch, if you don't give me lot. enough, I'm a pry. Um, basically, the. the Someone who I may I have contact with, mm-hmm. um, uh, <laughs> take your time, Jesus, Deacon. Take your time, um, there's, my friend. There's contact with someone I may have kicked it with at one point. Uh huh. Um. So how do you define? Like you know, just can you like I'm I'm saying what the fuck I I'm saying. So stop asking questions. Someone who I'm interested in, um also knows someone I may have kicked it with at one point and mm-hmm. in another. Mm-hmm. And I'm also so I had to I had to sit back and think, yo, like what do I really feel? Like am I trying to revel in this messiness? And I actually had to take a moment Why did you feel it was messy? Because like I'm like oh yeah you know you know like this kind of I, it didn't immediately come to me mm-hmm. um, it was something th- that just that I thought of later as far as you know how like there's um, different ways people try to get revenge mm. by like you know maybe dating someone who may who was friends or not even friends with someone you may have you know like that kind of thing yeah. So I had to sit back and be like, Andre, so... Because I had to check in with myself. Okay. Yeah, Because yeah, I yeah. realized I'm a messy Real. bitch who lives with drama. Real. So did, to, did you and that person, like, end messy or... Um, or maybe? Y'all, okay. I'm not even sure at this point because... Yeah. So I feel like if you're starting there with, like, realizing that you don't even remember how that shit ended, like, no, I feel like you can kind of rule out... Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also it's kind of like... But I still had to like sit back and be like, "Yo, am I doing this because this could be messy?" Mm, okay. Or am I doing this because <laughs> there's genuine interest? Because That's another you know, another level of self-awareness. Right, My God. Fu- and I had to had to sit back and be like, "All right, you really?" Because I'm not trying to play with someone's emotions. Yeah. And you know, I I it took a while, but I came to the conclusion: No, I'm not. I'm actually interested in this person, yeah. so I'm going along with that. Um, so yeah, that was, I don't know if that was a raw and honest, but it was definitely something that I, <laughs> that made me th- rehash some of the old shit that I talked about on this podcast because, ugh. Mm. um, I think once I, once I realize, once things that are, um, kind of like once my bullshit starts affecting other people, mm. 
that's when I'm like extra sensitive or extra cautious or extra attentive to it because I'm like I'm more so in this place of, of okay yeah it sucks that I hurt but I'm trying my hardest not to transfer that shit to other people yeah. and involve other people in my bullshit yeah. so I definitely had to take some time and be like yo be real with yourself yeah. because I wasn't and you know this person is cool and I don't want to you know do some bullshit so yeah the the other person that you're talking to no, yeah the person I'm talking to, yeah the person I'm talking to now yeah okay it's cool and I was like I'm not trying to do some fuck shit yeah I'm not trying to be a fuck boy you know yeah so yeah I realized I'm gonna be a fuck boy just, yeah so praise God mm, from whom all blessings that. flow oh thank you Play, please praise him all creatures <laughs> here below <laughs> Praise him above all, the heavenly well, All host. things that hath breath. Praise, praise ye the Lord. Ye the Lord. Um, so raw and honest for me. And bitch. Oh God. I'm trying to figure out how honest I want to be right now. Bitch. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Oh my God. So. What the hell is going on with me today? <laughs> I clearly don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So, before, before we decided to record this shit, <laughs> we were trying to think about topics, and at some point, I mistakenly mentioned. Actually, it was no mistake. I needed to get it off my chest. It was weighing on me like a, a heavy burden. Okay. And God didn't want me to carry that burden anymore. So he said, lay your burden at the altar and be set free. So um, (laughs) I mentioned to Dre that um, that she's still in bondage. And I enjoy bondage. So it's lit. That I am still talking to this person. (laughs) That I on two. Count them. Not one, bitch. But two. On two occasions. Let Dre know. This is it. I still believe it's more than two. This is the peace sign. No, it was two. I I don't. Bitch, it was two. Mm -hmm. It was two, ho. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> so, y'all cuddle up close to me. Let's let's just get real. Ooh, let's real into story time and yes. and close tell and us, cozy. Us, tell us. <laughs> tell us. So, y'all, I am talking to this person, and wow, this is so much. Phone is vibrating. <laughs> All right, so after my f- my second time, I was about to say my fifth bitch. Ah, my the fifth. truth is coming out. The truth shall set you free. Okay, so to tell the story accurately, I have to rewind two years ago. I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) 
many different places in my life. Mercy. What is that question from? It's from all those movies where someone gets like punched and then like the camera stops and they're saying, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> but the fact that you said two years. Okay, so listen. God, this requires so much, and I don't know how much. How, uh, how vulnerable do I want to be right now? I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna delete it <laughs> if I'm not feeling it when it comes time to edit. All right. Later. So, when my ex and I also have to remember that we're recording right now, and yeah. we're not just talking because because yeah. we are literally just talking, yeah. and we don't have any notes written down. Right. So, I have to remember to take out names and shit like that. Yes. I'm not going over the shit and bleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so when my most recent ex and I started dating, let's call this nigga Holly. <laughs> no, I'll just call I'll just call her my ex. Alright, so when we first started dating, I think we started dating in <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Holly nigga is seasonal. <laughs> It's around and shit. Ah, just go ahead. I can't. Go ahead. So we started dating, I think, in like March or April or some shit. And um, we didn't actually decide to like officially be in a relationship until September. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were dating that whole time. Um, But in August, so August is when her birthday is. Mm In August, um, I had come back from this, like, um, it's a thing that's called Selah, mm-hmm. um, and it's, like, a bunch of sister friends, we get together, go into the woods, and just do woodsy shit, bitches <laughs> in the woods and shit. Um, it's really cute. I, we sort of made a pact to never, to try to not involve niggas that were romantically engage with in Selah mm-hmm. just because like it's a sisterhood it's like if you bring your niggas into that shit right right it's you know it just yeah. gets messy for everyone like it doesn't have to be messy mm-hmm. but it would be very easy to get messy yeah, exactly so my partner at that time was sort of like mm, like I would really like to go but I'm like we kind of made this agreement whatever whatever Anyway, so I get back, um, and, um, yeah, so we get back, I drove, I think it was in West Virginia or something, I had driven from D.C. where she lived to West Virginia with my friend, um, Bree, mm-hmm. um, who had driven up from North Carolina, and we, or maybe Bree drove from her house in D.C., from my ex's house in dc anyway we came back to dc and i could tell that my partner's vibe was weird Mm -hmm. but i just i don't know i couldn't put my finger on it whatever what have you what what do you want to say no no (laughs) (laughs) so um we get back to her house and um nigga i think we like we were making out or maybe we had just finished having sex or some shit and she was like 
how would you feel if like we just dated i'm like isn't that what we're doing (laughs) aren't we dating right now and she was like like you know never did more than dating just you know just dated and i was just like oh Oh, <laughs> so you don't see it for me. I see. <laughs> I see. So, yeah, so that was a whole ass thing. Have I ever told you the story? Um, no. I think the furthest you went was just saying that she didn't know in a relationship, and that was it. Like, okay. I don't know the intricacies of it. Okay. And then, like, it was so odd because... I remember you saying she doesn't want to be in a relationship, and then like a month or two later, find out you're in one. I was like, "What? The, what? what? What happened?" So, so yeah. Okay, and we've had the, we just had this conversation when you got here when I told you that I'm still talking to this nigga. So, do you see where the story is like kind of going? Okay, great. Um, it's taking shape. It's taking shape. Amen. So. Anyway, we like you said, we ended up getting into a relationship and you know, it was lit and yeah. it was cool and everything, whatever. And then niggas broke up. Mm-hmm. Um So, I'm wondering if my like my like, okay, two twice trying to cancel this nigga that I'm talking to right now is like me trying to prevent a thing that I felt happened in my last relationship of like two niggas who maybe shouldn't be in a relationship together um or dating Hmm. um dating um because I feel like I went into that relationship with a lot of ow what the fuck Lord, the microphone pissed me, God. <laughs> Ow, that was harmful. Oh, no. That was hurtful. Um, I definitely went into that relationship with a lot of um, inferiority complex mm. of like, I, like for a very long time, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why this nigga's with me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't, uh, why? I don't get it. I just, I'm not a good match and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm just wondering if I am trying or was trying or maybe still am trying to like, I was about to say like use a lesson from a past relationship, but that, that was not one of the lessons that I took away from that mm-hmm. of like we were not well paired. It was just like niggas hadn't learned the lessons that they needed to know to make that relationship actually sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm wondering if I'm applying like this one isolated piece of that relationship to like right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um so basically God, I've been talking for a long ass fucking time, yo. I'm just, I'm just mumble rapping through it, nigga. (laughs) Um, So basically, two times I've come to this nigga like, hey, this isn't gonna work. (laughs) Yes, yes. And the second time she was like, the second, (laughs) so trash of me, yo. Come on. The second time, um, 
I was just very clear, like, someone that I am dating, we must, we must overlap in, like, beliefs and, like, yeah, belief systems and mm-hmm. things like that. And by belief systems, I mean, like, you know, your personal politic and, okay. and what have you. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't feel like we do. And she was like, but you've never, like, asked me about these things. And I was like, okay, but you may have. You may have a point there. Because my feelings were like, I don't know. And and this is also about, like, me not comparing people. Because, like, for me, I am very upfront about my politic. Like, at all times, I'm like, fuck white people. Like <laughs> black and queer trans black queer and trans folks are the most important things in my life. Sorry, black queer and trans femmes are the most important things in my life. Mm-hmm. Um and the babies have the keys to the future mm-hmm. and the present. Um, amongst other things. Anyway, um so we just got into this conversation about how like I never actually broached a conversation about these things. <laughs> Oh, nigga. And I was just like humbled so much. <laughs> I was humbled so much. And that's where that whole point last week came um, with like me making sure that I was being clear mm-hmm. um, for myself. Like mm-hmm. asking all of the clarifying questions that I need to know, saying, all of the clarifying statements that I need to articulate because I cannot, I can't control what anyone else brings to the table. Um, but I can control like how I engage them in bringing the, those things to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can also control um, whether or not I know they are bringing anything to the table mm. by fucking asking. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And I, I, I think that like I was all, I also attribute to that to like the way we weigh or I weigh dating as mm. being like light and like, you know, it's light. Mm. I'm not, I'm not like doing a deep dive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I'm just trying to figure out the balance there. And um, it's not that I'm not interested in this person. Um, I think it's that she is showing up in a way that's different from other people I've been attracted to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's subtler. And I think it's... um, it involves more work <laughs> not more work necessarily but more like clarity on mm-hmm. what the fuck it is I'm looking for and more like articulating like bitch are you bringing this yes or no <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> Andre's just said mm-hmm, with a purse slip he is about to free the <laughs> fuck out of me my skin is about to fall off no, my no, bones no, no. I, I don't have a read in me i think mm. i said all i said before we started recording um but i understand that completely i i think when it comes to me 
Um, there's like this fine line between asking for clarity and watching someone as they operate because a lot of times when niggas will say one thing, but everything they do contradicts it. Right. So, um, I think it's like a twofold process of asking someone directly, okay, well, what, you know, whatever you want to know about them. Yeah. And then once they state their answer, um, check for the fucking receipts. Pay attention for that shit. Yeah, right, right. Um, But that, but I definitely understand that initial being direct about shit Mm -hmm. is like it's hard, Um, especially because the way we've been um, taught about dating Mm -hmm. or just um, talking to someone we're romantically interested in is to be subtle and to be. finesse and shit yeah like 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 even the even the the manner in which we the like the 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 words we use when we're talking about dating spitting game or Mm. like nigga why are you playing a game when you're dating like this is it's a whole ass human yeah right why is this something that you're why are you doing why are you trying to um to finagle your way into someone's life instead of just being upfront about who you are and letting them choose whether or not they <laughs> that's what that nigga said. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my fuck. She was like, um she was like, I don't need you to like make my decisions for me. She was mm. like, you know, I'm here to articulate how I'm feeling. Um and I want you to do the same. Like and she was like, um, you know, when I was listening to your podcast and I was like, <laughs> Bitch, I'm stone-faced right now, just in case y'all can't hear my stone-ass face. She was like, you know, y'all like to model shit for each other. So she was like, I'm... (laughs) Say it, backpack. Say it. She was like, so I'm modeling for you my radical honesty. I'm sharing with you how I feel. And I want you to do the same. And, like, let me worry about, like, regulating my feelings. If I'm not... You know, if there's some point at which I'm just like, no, this is a no for me. Let me make that decision. Like, I don't need you to make that decision on my behalf. Um, And I was just like. You are taking away that nigga's agency. My God. Right. So that's the other piece, yo. We can really be. We can do that. That's the other piece of like. So often. It it either shows up in two ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm either like just making presumptive decisions Mm -hmm. that impact impact people um not just myself but other people as well or i like hyper assume my placement in someone's life and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh you don't like you don't have to consider me in this decision that you're making um and like let them know and they're just like okay (laughs) (laughs) And that's humbling because it's like I I'm actually set, like the intent of that statement was actually to be like you really don't have to consider me in this thing that does not impact me. Yeah. But then when niggas is like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much God, bitch. Be careful what you ask for, bitch. Be careful. Oh, okay. oh you're right. You you oh, right. You oh. right, bitch. Well, it's your real <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> oh god um 
so yeah that's that's a super real thing and there was something else that i was going to mention about that hmm i can't remember I'll, I'll say that definitely that's a control factor like just thinking about how like it just <laughs> it's so odd that we get into these places where it's like we want we want interactions with mm-hmm. other people but <laughs> to an extent we really only want interactions with ourselves because <laughs> Because we really oh, God. want it from A to Z to be how we envision it. Yes. So it's like, nigga, did this person even show up? This is you. I don't care. This is you. Bitch, you can't show up. Be a placeholder. But you don't have to. Because I got the whole script right here. I got your whole, I got your all copy. the lines. Just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Write these lines, bitch. <laughs> and it's Yo. Like, we really. We really create people's whole ass scripts for yeah. them. Yeah. And we. we don't we ask for consent. Here. Nope. Nope. <laughs> We aren't here for people. No. We're not here. We're not actually here no. for people to be people. We want someone this to absorb out, this is our, me out. our vision. Our projection of them yeah, onto our, them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is basically us. Yeah. Like you project. Yo. Yes. Um, yes. Like we be wanting to date ourselves so bad. <laughs> so fucking but because there's not yes. another body of us, we try to put it on someone else. <laughs> That's and then it. when they not us, we be bad as fucking them. As like, fuck. what? <laughs> you have the audacity, bitch, to show up at my door and not be me, bitch. Get the fuck out of my house, bitch. Oh, God. Who are we? <laughs> Monsters. Oh, Jesus. Monsters. A read that ended, like, it just came out. Wow. The self-drag that just came out. That's it. That was that raw and honest shit, wow. nigga. What was I going to say? There was some shit that I needed to say about draw string. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I so don't call it draw string, please. I just call it backpack. But you know, I think that's more respectful. ALS is fun. <laughs> ASL, I'm sorry. Yo, when Janae texted me that, I really, I thought she was saying uh, age, sex, location. <laughs> Shout out to uh, AOL Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> AIM, if you will. <laughs> Nigga, I don't know how many fucking, never mind, I'm not even gonna, okay. Bless. We need to pause? We can pause. No, that's, that's actually the nigga who I'm... Go ahead and answer the phone right to, now. No. Answer the fucking no, phone. Answer the not. phone while we're recording. No. Answer the fucking phone. What? Hello. Hello. I am. I'm recording right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll call you then. <laughs> Shut up. That's, that's my co-host. It's your boy. I'll call you back. Uh, I'll call you back. Let me call you He back. is so fine. Oh, my God. He is so fine. <sighs> anyway. Wow. Uh. My pussy jumped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, y'all didn't even see a picture of it, but I've that never heard so Andre talk cute. about a oh nigga. Lady. That, that nigga is cute. He's a he's a thick little thing. Oh yes, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Slim in the waist, uh, fat in the 
No, thick all over. What is it called? Is it slim in the waist, thick in the face? I don't know. Nigga, what? I I have never heard this in my black ass life. (laughs) That's not a thing. No, it's not. Here he is. Let me see this. Come on, don't don't look for the best one. I'm gonna flip through all of them, nigga. (laughs) Yes, God. Ooh, Mm. teeth. Look, I thought that was you naked. Uh, he's a fine piece of leather. Wow. So well Ooh, this suit, God. Come on. Oh. Ooh, this. Oh. We got a little nipple here. A little bit. A little nipple. A little tiny bit. A little I'm literally the Countess Von <laughs> gift right now. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's a Leo. Mm. Yeah, that's odd. Don't do it. I'm, <laughs> do it. Look, Definitely do it, but don't so. do it. I think so. Mm. Mm. But you know, because mm. me, I went through and uh, looked through his Venus sign and all that shit. So yeah, I need to check this nigga's sign. chart out. Yo, the charts. I told her. I told her I, I needed her <laughs> her time of birth, and she was like, <laughs> "You got to talk to my little sister." Her little sister is like this queer goddess. Amen. Just precious, oh, precious babies. young lamb of God. Um, wow, that was a lot. It was. <laughs> but I'm I'm grateful for it. Um Yeah, so he's yeah, you saw him, he's cute. Yeah, yeah I'm enjoying fine. He is. Hey. Yes, praise God. Hey. He's light skinned without being completely light skinned. Mm, you know. Meanwhile, I'm light skinned with oh, as being fuck. completely light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually telling uh ASL yesterday. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't prepared for that. Go ahead. I'm gonna try to say a more nonchalant. <laughs> Please. Anyway, um, I was talking about. Oh, we were talking about like our personalities, mm-hmm. and um, I. What was I saying? I think I was talking about like my neurosis after, <laughs> like periods of neurosis after this last breakup, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah. Well, oh, 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 oh. She was asking me if I was a car person. And I'm like... Like uh, someone who drives cars? Like yeah. interested. Like I could name oh, cars okay, gotcha, and shit. Gotcha, okay. Like a, a gearhead, I think she said. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck ever. <laughs> Some back shit. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I was like, that's funny. You should ask. I was like, uh, during my fucking... Oh, oh, I said... Bitch, my light skin levels got light skin levels. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just started talking about how, like, during a period of neurosis after this last breakup, I was like, considering what my life would be if I went and uh, if I went to mechanic school and just became a mechanic. Um, <laughs> that is the most <laughs> random ass fucking thing. <laughs> Because, like, my dad and my brother are so great at, like, handyman shit. Mm-hmm. Like, these niggas can take apart a whole ass car and build that shit from the God ground bless. up. And I'm just like, what? how did that shit pass? How did that <laughs> pass for me? How, God? Let me know. So I was just like, amongst other, many other ridiculous things that I was considering doing, 
um that was one of the things and she was like wow you're really light-skinned i am yes. really imagining you in a jumpsuit like a blue ass jumpsuit <laughs> let me wipe it <laughs> <oil off. laughs> say it all right that'll cost you about 1500 that's a low ball yeah. estimate your sparks and your radiator need to be replaced. I don't even know what this accent is. Nigga will move to Montana just so, just so she could do it. Oh God! So that's me. Oh, thank you, God. Wow. Amen. So we're gonna try to go in format. Um, the next. Are we? Yeah, let's Wait, try. have you been taking notes all this time? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. No. Oh, I was about to fucking fight you, nigga. Cute nigga. Um, <laughs> but cute no. Nigga. Um, so the next section is supposed to be church affirmation. Mm. And I, I, I saw something that um, that applies here. Um, oh, if you have your Bible, to read me on. Oh no, no 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 no! See no, this has mm-hmm. nothing. Okay. Look at the ego. Look at the ego. <laughs> Look at the ego. My light skin levels <laughs> got light skin levels. Okay, y'all. But no, it um in your King James version Bibles. Um, oh my God, y'all! Time, time out, time out. If y'all have never visited this Instagram account ever before, you need to do it now. S I think it's S. Noel. Oh, shit, 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 shit. I'm about to pause for this because, wow, I need to play some of this on. She is a legit blessing. Wow. S. Noel, yep, that's her name. One of the best. I just began to have be overflood in the present. Happy God. I have began to have be an overflood of joy. Hey. There have been something on my heart that I have wished to tell everyone. And listen closely. There have been a difference between listening in a far way and have been listening in a close way. And I have something to say. And I have been needed for a close ear. Everybody be blessed. It had be nothing that had be hard. I have felt a few hard things. That you can have be a trust for sure. But being blessed have not be something that is hard. People feel like being blessed had be a struggle. People feel like had be a blessed that had be something that had be tough. That had be something that have fight through, take a knife with you. That have not be the truth. What I have learned is that being have that therefore have been always blessed. In that be a bless, there have not be a out of a bless. How you be out of a bless? Okay. When somebody have take a sneeze, you have a say a bless you. There have be a reason for that. That means because that person have sneezed themselves out of okay. have be a blessed atmosphere. And so there have be some air that have need to be rejoined in their body. Amen. I study my word, and so that's why I know have these be a truth. There have not ever be a lie about this. Oh, God. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be wow. blessed. Wow. Wow. What a word. Her name is S. Noel on Instagram. And she goes on to talk about Keaton Jones' mother. <laughs> <laughs> 
54 minutes. (laughs) What the fuck? Nah, fuck this. I'm gonna just play the lesbian part. The what? You didn't. You didn't send me the whole video? I did. Oh, we got like five minutes. (laughs) Somebody asked if I have a sister Joan, Abby, a Keaton Joan. If for those of you who have not been up to speed, that have not watched CNN, there have to be a sister Keaton Jones that have smushed her son's face and sent him to school with a smushed face. And so therefore, she had feel like he had been a bully when there actually had been some racism up his nose. He had need to blow out the racism into a Kleenex. And so, somebody have asked if I have a man. Yeah, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have not need a man for anything. I have not need a man in a long time. To have really be honest with you guys, I have be a lesbianite. The word has say that there have be a lesbianite amongst us. Amen. I have given up men a long time ago. Never again to return to a man. A man would not have know what to do with my curve. A man would not know how to do with my brain or my spirit. Amen. <laughs> What's up, Sandy? There could be something that a man have not be able to deal with. So, no, I don't have Y'all a man. Y'all just like a shit ride. Because no, it's not pause. I've been here. I have been here the whole time. I swear to Bob. I have been here the entire, have the entire time. And, and right hand to my side, right hand to my breast. Have me bust out of my breast. This is why there have not been a man in my life for so long have be a free spirit amen and so sometimes when I be out in public I show a little cleavage and a man cannot have take care of that there have been a gaping hole of cleavage that a man have not be able to take care of and sometimes oops oh my god I'm so sorry baby I have not mean to have exposed he have not be able to take care of that 
as a pole, to have be a woman to have be able to come up in here and have be a just grab it. Amen. But that's not here what we are here to talk about. We are here to help let people know that the word of God have still be alive. Amen. And so I thank you guys for having a joint. Ain't nothing wrong with a little breast. Have be a lesbian tante. Have be a and, and a lot of you have not known that I have to speak Spanish. Have be a lesbian tante. Okay. And when my Spanish sermon have come out, I want everybody to have to share that and repost. Um, I have actually have just filmed another word of God that have be coming out directly to you guys because I do it for you guys. Amen. And so when there have be a word of God that have come again, I thank each and every one of you for have be alive with me. I thank each and every one of you to have be. Stick it out with me and have show people that the word of God has still be alive. Wow. Amen. Thank you. I don't praise you because we don't do that. But there have been something certain that have been a lesbian in me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I am not ashamed I'm saying. to have done this. To have taken a lesbian shower. To have been convicted under a lesbian law. To have a slight lesbian mustache. You see that? And have me stand in truth. And have me stand in truth. Have me a shadow of a doubt. This have me a shadow of a doubt of a mustache. Oh my god. I'm ready for her to go to hell. What the <laughs> fuck? Have be a lesbian shower. Oh God, nigga. The lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community. Oh, wow, lesbian. Lesbian. Lesbian tante. For all the Get Spanish the speakers. Out. I'm sorry. I just completely commandeered that whole last <laughs> church affirmation. <laughs> wow. I, I am so sorry. I almost forgot. Amen. So the church affirmation was going. It's <clears throat> going. So the church affirmation is coming from Luke, the 12th chapter. 11 and 12 and it reads and when they bring you unto the synagogues and to magistrates and powers take you no thought how or what thing you shall answer or what you shall say for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say and um, I thought this was appropriate because my nigga we had no idea what the fuck we was gonna say this entire podcast but guess who taught us in the same hour what we shall say the holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost and fire fire i said fire holy ghost and fire yo do you did you ever see that video of that white woman singing holy ghost and power oh my gosh nigga we used to watch that all the time in university choir Really? We used to watch that all the fucking oh, time on blessing. tour. Or <laughs> she was hilarious. With the with the tambourine? Yes. Bitch. Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost power. The cast I told them to. Damn it. Somebody buy us a tambourine, <laughs> Jesus. I really need to remember. Christ. Next time I go to church, I need to steal one. Just um, anyway. Just fucking uh, steal <laughs> 
don't need it. They got enough salvation. They have enough. That and fans. You know? <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. fans. And what's the funeral home? Oh, God. A- um, AC- I want to I won't say AC more, Lord. That's a whole ass craft store. <laughs> Uh, fuck, I don't but know. I love when they have the black Jesus too my with the dreads. God, pray, and I love like the little black girl praying under the. Oh spotlight. my god, like, it's a yes. portrait. Is it a por- Yeah, it's a portrait of a little black girl yes. praying. And then spotlight. there's this other one of uh, this woman who's holding a Bible with a tear going down her face. Oh, Did yes. you remember that? For the longest, I thought it was a little boy dressed up in his mom's his mom's um, church I'm hat. Not. And her gloves, and holding her Bible, the queer and he was reimagination, and he wow. was crying because his mom. I'm in worship had right now. like, up you know had uh because when you don't see him. yourself, look, you have to find yourself, and that's what happened. You did it. I did. <laughs> because I really thought he was crying. I thought that was a little boy crying because his mom had abandoned him, and who had you know said. <laughs> Like, bitch, You're gay ass. You, no. you not gonna be my mom. I'll be my own mama, bitch. <laughs> I'ma be sad about it, but I'ma be my own mama, bitch. <laughs> oh God. Ooh, come on. And as you were saying that, I'm just thinking about all these dating apps where I'll be looking at these dykes that look like ten year old boys, but really they're thirty year old dykes. Oh God. <laughs> And how much that stresses me oh, out. Oh, God. Because I'll just be like, what's happening here? By the way, we're in the sex and dating part, so <laughs> this is appropriate. My God. I'm sorry. Let's go back to church affirmation. No, that was the church. That was it. <laughs> okay, we're in the sex and dating part right now. We're in sex and dating. Um, so, well, y'all, yesterday. <laughs> look like 10-year-olds. God bless. Yesterday. I got um, a plenty of fish. God knows why. <laughs> God knows why. I don't know why. Don't ask me, bitch. And my name on there, if anybody wants to hit me up, is Fat Ass Kelly Price. I am not joking. <laughs> At all. At all. I'm not kidding, oh, y'all. And somebody hit me up yesterday and was like, Hey, uh, I uh, really, your, your uh, username really caught my attention. I uh, thought I would message you. Also, like, the le- do you have plenty of fish, nigga? Hell no. What <laughs> <I had> a... F- <laughs> so on plenty of fish, like, there are like 12 different ways. 12 different, like, levels of contact. Oh, God. It's so weird. It's so this weird. This stressful. So you have, like, a messages. You have, like, an actual inbox. And then you have a will respond box. I don't know what the fuck that's for. Because I already have a messages box. Then you have a my matches. And I don't know what that's based on because I haven't answered anything that would match me with anyone. And then you have a viewed me. (laughs) And then you have a meet me, which is actually you have to pay for that or something. And then you have... Oh, favorites. But it's just a lot of options. And I'm just like, this I don't know. stressful. My God. Stress the fuck full. Also, can we talk about, like, how different dating apps are targeted to different, like, socioeconomic um, groups? Mm-hmm. Because Plenty of Fish is, like, very clearly targeted... Okay, how do I want to say this? 
Plenty of Fish is very clearly targeted to people who are taught that there are certain um, there are certain like economic markers of like worthiness of mm. being a partner so like one of the questions oh, God. is like do you have a car no. <laughs> <laughs> what But if you think about like poor folks who like are taught you need to date up and like I don't know I maybe I'm thinking too much about this but like yeah like that's that asked a question and I was I just yeah I just refused to answer. Um, but like it's wild, yo, because like I also know that like. Most of the people whose whose profiles I've seen on this app have answered every single question because they understand the currency that uh-huh. an, the answer to those questions come with. Right. Um, and like, meanwhile, I have the privilege to just like opt out and be like, "Bitch, this is silly because this has nothing to do <laughs> with our like compatibility at right, all." Like, right. bitch, if I live in D.C., I probably don't have a car. Like, right. regardless if whatever I make a certain amount of money or not right i just won't have a car um but like what else is it like in body type the only (laughs) the only option that really made sense for me was bbw and i'm just like i guess bitch (laughs) i guess because it's like the only other options are like a few extra pounds or some shit that, and I'm like, no, bitch, I'm fat oh, as fuck. that shit. I'm like, bitch, my whole ass handle is fat ass Kelly Price. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what else are the questions on this bitch? Um, do you have a car? That thing stresses me out every time I slide <laughs> past it. How ambitious are you? Like, what? How do you quantify How? that? And I'm just like. Very. I guess, bitch. <laughs> Ambitious. <laughs> I guess, girl. Like, what? <laughs> so, it's just kind of wild, yo. Oh, my God. I don't know. But I, I definitely, like, it's just, like, I don't know. As someone who's, like, just delving into all these different dating apps, because I also got a Bumble, which is trash. Um, I don't even know why I got it, because so literally bad. all of their, the only ads that I see for them are, on Instagram and Facebook are of interracial heterosexual couples. Uh, like that's their, I feel like that's their marketing ploy, uh, their, their marketing bend or whatever. Yeah, they can keep that. Um, okay, so that's that's where I'm at. So what yeah. do you, what is up with you and um, I just I, I I talked about you know, um, you know earlier about you know me being interested in someone who's da da da. That's someone different from right this guy um but yeah so that's happening and then also this guy um so it, it's odd because all right so we we started talking i think in like august maybe july and then mm-hmm. we were talking for like a month and we stopped talking for like two or three and then you we, and this guy or yeah, you and that and this okay. guy and then 
which, by the way, I'm talking about the guy who's like, it's cute and shit, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Answer the phone call during Answer the podcast. Answer the phone call, yes. Um, um, professional. Because I was urged. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, the, yeah, and then we recently started talking again last month. And so this is a thing where I'm realizing that niggas will will hate to be clear with their feelings. Mm. And it's so annoying because the manner in which we talked... First of all, I thought he was cute when I first saw him. I thought, you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? Whatever. Is this... Okay, I'm calling this person A and yeah. that person B. Yeah. This person is A? Person A is... Okay. Is the person who is unclear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Um, which is... The Q guy is person A. Okay. Amen. And he was unclear with it. So, um, the manner in which we were talking, it was like, yo, we just like, get it get it up, niggas. You know what I mean? Just, just fun, having fun, just friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then That's randomly, what that means. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. Speak up. You'll hear it on the recording. <laughs> you bitch. Anyway, so <laughs> um, yeah, I was just under the impression. So like, I just kind of like uh, put the whole thought of being anything more than friends on the back burner because mm-hmm. the manner in which he was talking to me was just like, we just good, good, good friends. You know, good, good girlfriend. <laughs> That's my good, good, good Meanwhile, you're dick jumping every other text. To be honest. <laughs> but, There's no oh, yeah. Right, but I was like, you know what I mean? It'll pass. A thing is a thing. Whatever. Oh, and I, yeah. Right, and then I was like, Oh, you're saying the dick jump will pass. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, what you know about? <laughs> I thought you were saying his feelings of like, we just good sisters oh, will no, pass. Oh, no, 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 no. That's. what <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, no, I was like, you know what I mean? Eventually. You know I me. Mean? I won't feel this way. Yeah. But yeah. So randomly, he just out of the blue, just like told me. You know, what I mean that. You know, he was feeling me. I was like, uh, what? Like, where's this coming from? Skirt, skirt on niggas. Right. I was just like niggas, kings. Um, this is odd because um, I had no idea. Yeah. That you were feeling me this. Apparently, he. You know, this isn't. You know, I mean, this isn't something that he just felt. Yeah. But like, is he a femme person? Yeah, he he's a self-described mm. bush queen. He said. Mm. Yeah, he said. We have to have okay. So I started like, I did a voice note because there's this article I want to write about femmes and relationships with femmes, and like, mm, yes. So mm. sorry. Continue. Yeah. So he's definitely a femme person, and you know, like I said, he's a self-descri- self-described butch queen, yeah. and um. Which, by the way, guys, my life has been so much more, has been so much more complete since Mm. I've started to embrace and like femme men Mm. or femme people. Like, oh, my God. It's so much. Femme people are so much better. And I I think I'm so, ah, I think I'm thankful that I got past this kind of um, mental block mm. about masculinity yes. and like this, you know, thing about yeah, any nigga I'm with gotta be, yeah. you know what I mean? Femphobia is real, yo. It it's really so real. is. And I had like uh, my friend on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Her name is Mojo. Um, she posted, I think it might have been yesterday, mm-hmm. that um, just a question of like. I wonder if black folks are actually more femphobic than they are homophobic. Hmm. And that has been like swirling around in my brain. I've 
that's something that I've considered before because yeah. it yeah I've definitely considered that because you know I um I've always considered the fact that it, it it's a lot of the times when it comes to black folks and homophobia um it's more so like the outward display of it mm-hmm. that's been an issue mm. and those outward displays are things that are associated Very with femme yeah. you know femme people and you know pe- um also um things that are considered femme even in women it's like we try to downplay yeah you need to put a damper on that yeah so the world i think the world in general is femphobic and i think i think as a means of survival black folks feel like we have to put a damper on our feminists um and i think that that comes from a place of like we do not because white supremacist capitalist patriarchy mm-hmm. cis hetero patriarchy mm-hmm. um says that the only valuable source of power is masculine mm-hmm. yeah and we are trying to survive and navigate this world that says the only way you can have power is in the masculine yeah we are often girl boy gender non-conforming person what have you we are often trying to align ourselves or assimilate into that notion of what power and control and 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 things look like by putting a damper on that feminist yeah not identifying the fact that like one blackness and white notions of gender do not align and have never aligned. No, ever, ever, because black people. Anyway, that like like that, that that's a whole other thing because like black folks are like I feel like femme at our very core, like in our DNA, we are femme, we are flamboyant, we yeah. are colorful, we're big, yeah. we're a show, we're everything about I think us. One of the most apparent um, displays of that is people of new orleans yeah and black men in the south yeah like people don't like to say that because you know like oh the southern gentleman southern gentleman and they're like the uh the archetype of like masculinity Mm. but like they are very flamboyant very everything yeah new orleans is like that is that and like no like philly philly is like a far down second but like Mm -hmm. new orleans for me is like the queerest blackest femis place i've ever been in my life like it's so hard for me because you know i like to pride myself in my gaydar or whatever yeah but when it comes to new orleans men it's so difficult for me to tell yeah because like They'll all blend in. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, the, and the odd thing is that, um, you know, there's like, there's been murders of trans women and mm. like murders of, um, you know, gay men. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they don't see how, like, the, the mannerisms and the way they act are so similar. We're and all the same odd. nigga. Y'all we all are. the same nigga. It's so odd. That, that shit is like wild to me, yeah. which is like, which is also why, like, a, a, which is also why I am like, wow, I'm talking to a masculine center person, but they are very like n- not 
like I am the masculine mm, person mm-hmm. and like I I wear the strap at all times. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank God. Thank yeah. God. Yes. Because you will get strapped. <laughs> you Yo will. Girl will get strapped. Yo girl will get strapped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so your life has been abundantly blessed beyond measure yeah. since releasing um, this necessity and attachment as shit about masculine and and, and Mm. these notions that really have nothing to do with masculinity Mm. um it's just it's so ridiculous the things that we attribute to sex or gender or our perceived um views of sex and gender it's just so odd yeah but yeah um which honestly, like when it comes down to it, I have femme mannerisms. It's it was you know how difficult it was for me to admit that mm. that I have like no, I get it a good amount of femme mannerisms. Like I, you know, I'm embracing that shit. Yeah. Like as I grow, because like I feel like I'm a good mix, like mm. a good mix. I'm a mix of it. Mm. So like, and I don't, and I think it was difficult for me. I think you know because I said it. Um, on a podcast before that I'm like these views of masculinity like why I haven't cried in years like Mm -hmm. different things like that Um, so it was was difficult for me to admit you know I mean oh yeah I have femme mannerisms or have femme you know whatever the case might Mm be so yeah um, so abundantly blessed since uh, just preferring that femme flow right into your life it's a blessing oh it's a blessing it is Um, so yeah and so he wasn't clear about his feelings the entire like he was just like we were conversing in a manner that had that didn't even that didn't even seem like it was gonna lean toward that mm. and he just sprung it on me and it took me up you know I was taken aback but I was like huh? yeah <laughs> you know what I mean I'm I'm with it yeah um but it was cool because you know I'm I'm not necessarily like I think the whole thing about just not stressing the shit and letting it happen organically, mm. but also being like if I were to take this seriously, being like being intentional about it. That was what was in my head. Sorry. Yeah, cool. yeah, being intentional about it. If it if I see some type of uh, something that can be something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, so that's what's going on with me, with sex and dating. There's yeah. no sex too much, although, yeah. it'd be nice to have some sex. Come on, um, my God. You know, hopefully, hopefully sometime soon. You know, we'll see. Um, <coughs> bless you. God, so it's, it's, it is okay. If God, so many bodily you know, functions. <laughs> if God has his way. So, um, I actually, I feel like I want to have this conversation right now. Do mm-hmm. I? Wow, we're already a, an hour and 20 minutes in. I'll just, uh, Okay, all right. So, I'm going to have to, like, work through my mental notes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, as femme folks, Mm -hmm. right, like, we have divorced our attraction from toxic masculinity because Mm -hmm. we know what it is. We know it's script. We don't want any part in it. We know the harms of it. We we know what what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we've divorced ourselves sort of from like the need to to play any part in that script, mm-hmm. right? And um, 
oh, to back it up one step, I was thinking about this because um, I was thinking about like how I would respond if someone asked me why I identify more with femme mm-hmm. than with woman. Mm-hmm. And femme places me in a community of a, a larger community than it would in in just identifying as a woman mm-hmm. with people who have been socialized in this world the moment some hint of fin, femme was realized in them um, to be without agency mm-hmm. um, to concede to the the desires or needs of other folks Mm -hmm. um Mm. to be subservient and just to lack agency Mm -hmm. in many different ways um and i feel like identifying as femme situates me in community with folks of a lot of different genders um who have had that experience Mm -hmm. at some point in some way um and are also now in the place of doing that work of like okay what does it mean what does it look like? What do I need to do to reclaim this agency mm-hmm. that that me being femme or being identified as femme and, and then realizing, oh, I am femme mm-hmm. um, robbed me of. Yeah. Um, so we we've said no more to talk toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. um, patriarchy, what have you. So we have decided, okay, gonna date femme folks, mm-hmm. butch queens. Um, gonna gonna date these folks over here that I can understand that yeah. I don't have to be on for, yes. don't have to perform some sort it's, of yeah. whatever yeah. for. Um, so we're in these relationships now with another femme, mm-hmm. and it's like both of us have no inherent understanding of what it means to have agency in a relationship um neither of us mm-hmm. understand um how well how to initiate stuff but that's like sort of a secondary or tertiary point actually but um i think the biggest piece I'm trying to remember how i phrased it the biggest piece being um Oh, connecting back to um, the rape culture episode Mm. of the podcast, Mm -hmm. the biggest sort of notion of how we understand how to engage each other is through this model of toxic masculinity, Mm -hmm. because that's the only model that we have been socialized to know agency is like how masculine folks and men and boys are taught to move through the world that's the only notion of agency that we know um even even in the sight of because being a black femme and finding black femme community Mm -hmm. i have developed the most radical transformative life-changing relationships platonic romantic etc in in and with black femmes and yet and still when it comes to romantic relationships they still fall back on these trite antiquated 
notions of what agency and power and love and trust and you know yeah. being yeah. look like they, they fall back on well who what's that model based in patriarchy and how men and boys and masculine folks are socialized to be in the world so that's where we get this notion of oh i want to fuck i want to have sex with this person what do i do mm. netflix and chill mm. instead of like hmm if I wanted one of my good friends to come over and I wanted us to have like a great ass conversation, what would I do? I would say, nigga, please come over, bring some fried chicken. Let's talk it, <laughs> talk it through. Right. Um, so like, yeah, just, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it, it's you bringing that up makes me think about how my past relationship, uh, it was with someone who was. Who probably doesn't identify as a femme, but is decidedly femme. Mm. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, but the manner in which our relationship worked was definitely based on patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most uh, one of the most uh, apparent things was uh, this this um, these power dynamics mm-hmm. in the relationship. Um, which I didn't necessarily understand because he, he, he just openly admitted to me that he's obsessed with power in general. Mm. These power dynamics where he admitted that he was obsessed with power um, in different ways, whether it be um, like someone having power over him sexually mm-hmm. um, or him having uh, power um, like other places in the relationship whether it be like financially or emotionally him having that power yeah okay um over the other person Mm -hmm. and which makes sense so you said that he was a femme person that would never identify as femme but is femme right so like this idea of like i want my partner to have complete physical um power or whatever and i will take power in finances emotions that's all like femme shit that's all that's all (laughs) femme shit the femme people are relegated to taking care of in standard uh whatever heteronormative patriarchal relationships right right right. um yeah but also with this physical um you know, domination of himself, he also wanted to have the power over the person through these sexual um, encounters. He gets encountered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Having the power over them, I guess, emotionally or like, he had this thing of where he felt like um, using his sexuality to his advantage mm-hmm. to make men, I guess, fawn over him. Mm-hmm. So like, but like when when he would explain these things, I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But I was never, I I never wanted a relationship where it was like, oh, I'm fighting for power mm-hmm. over someone. Yeah, especially someone that I love. I'm like, yeah. why am I trying to have power over you? Yeah. And so when, these, so are you saying he wanted you to fight with other people, like no, it, feeling like, battled it, with other people, just like these things that he would display. I realized definitely have roots in like to- toxic um, mm-hmm. masculinity as mm-hmm. far as like power dynamics, okay. um, like wanting power, okay, like wanting it because like I feel like a lot of patriarchy is obsessed with gaining power yeah. over other yeah. people, um, 
and it was you know odd that we're you know in a gay, in a gay relationship and you still modeling old. these like ridiculous um things yeah. of trying to exert power over someone and, and and a lot of times i guess that's the way uh masculine folks show love is mm. by having power over someone because that's the only way they know how to do it i don't know mm. or like yeah and I just I, I hated the thought of having power over someone that I loved. I always wanted it to be like a mm. equal thing. Um, but you wouldn't be in a relationship with yourself, though. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so what is it? Which Fuck. one is it? Which one is it? It's right? So complicated. So complicated. So much. Oh Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's just. But I think when I think about it, he definitely was someone who was who was pretty obsessed with masculinity mm-hmm. which is so it's so it's so funny that femme folks are a lot of times obsessed with masculinity yeah. itself so yeah it's in the fabric yeah yeah amen my oh god That's oh so fuck interesting. uh jesus christmas it's a lot yeah it was it, it still is um we talked about a lot today we did we did and i'm ready to be done god <laughs> Uh, uh, I need something structured so and scripted. <laughs> I don't need to be in my feelings. God, Y'all don't need to see me really exposed or naked. The fuck, brought me into my feelings. Yes, God. Ugh. Wow. Niggas. For real. <laughs> I feel like we should we go into a prayer. I do. Let um, me. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a quote. Amen. And oh um, yeah, guys, this is the end. By the way, so, we're yeah, done, nigga. We're, yeah, we're done. We tried to have structure, and then we was like, "Bitch, fuck a structure." Yeah. <laughs> um, any shout outs you want to? <laughs> I'm trying to buy time right now. <laughs> shout outs to everyone. I have fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to my mama now. Yeah. Shout out to MC Deborah. Yeah. Oh, I love me some MC Deborah. Yes, yeah, boy. Um, shout out to the cute nigga on my line. Hey. He ain't gonna listen to this. Um, right. <laughs> if he shout asks, out to the nigga that's getting on my nudes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Even if he asks, I'm not gonna tell him. I'm not gonna give him the link. Mind your business, sir. Well, he could find it on his own. He better the fuck not. <laughs> How? How nigga? Nigga, how this nigga find it? Oh. I was like, what kind of super sleuth shit were you doing, nigga? She was like, it's not hard. I just looked for your name and Dre's name and put podcast behind it. And I was like, damn. Oh. Well, damn, really? That's that's simple. <laughs> that fucking simple, bitch. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> well, he doesn't know your name, so. Well, here we are. He doesn't even know my real name. So. <laughs> are you kidding? Me? I'm joking. <laughs> That would be something, that wouldn't be it? Some shit. That's, that's some fat ass killing pie shit. <laughs> I need to start telling niggas fake names from now on. Yeah, my name is. Um, that is so Aaron. unnecessarily straight black man of you. <laughs> See, it's still in here. It's still in here. I'm caught up I'm with fighting sister. it, but goddamn, it's still in here. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. This quote that I'm going to share is from Parable of the Sower. Um, did I talk about this at the beginning of the episode? I don't know. This week, um, I am trying to focus on developing 
ongoing consistent practices um wow this is a whole other conversation that i could just dive right into right now Mm. will i i might so (laughs) so so much this podcast is so much we work so hard to get it down to under an hour 30 and here we are about to have another two hour um so uh kiese layman who is an amazing author um posted posted yesterday about writing and how important developing a writing practice is Mm -hmm. and give me a moment deacon i'm just gonna find this passage up gotta slide past the pussy pics and (laughs) all the titties Uh, 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 and gonna find it here it is so yesterday morning kiese posted When you don't ritualistically practice the craft of writing, but you have big ideas, you end up bringing butter knives to surgeries that require scalpels. Mm -hmm. And what's left? The appearance of bloody self-serving spectacles. Even when you're right, you end up looking so damn wrong. Even when you're right. I wish we black, so-called black writers and thinkers could have a year-long workshop on real gender politics, class, writing practice, complicity, and self-sabotage. We brilliant, but we love fucking ourselves up. Oh, 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 bitch! Wow. Oh, Reed, thank you. Wow. Thank you. So when I read that, I just thought about like how, like I know my shit is lit. Mm-hmm. I know all these thoughts and visions and ideas that I have are lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I am never, I'm never interested in committing the time and energy that it takes to actually cultivate an idea and to. into a product Mm -hmm. you know and that takes time you don't just spit out something that is excellent and it took me back to or you can spit out something that's excellent Mm -hmm. but it won't have a a shelf life Mm -hmm. um it, it won't last because it's not been been cultivated and like given time to grow and like you haven't like planted the seed and waited for the harvest mm-hmm. in an intentional way. Um, and I, it just brought me back to like this thing that an old professor of mine, Dr. Boone, shout out to you, Dr. Boone, used to say about how like how good black folks and like he specifically was talking about his black students mm-hmm. were at like talking their way through stuff and like <laughs> bullshitting their way through stuff. But like when you ask a nigga to write a paper, Niggas be like, peace on and fade into the bushes. And that, like, yeah. when he initially yeah. said it, I was like, no, you're right. But then, like, over the period, over a period of time, because I've been out of college for like five years, um, I was just like, you know what? That's anti-black. <laughs> Fuck you, Doctor Boone. <laughs> but now I'm coming back to it, and it's like, it's not anti-black. It's very real that like black folks inherently are amazing at improv improvisation mm-hmm. like amazing yeah 
and we're also brilliant Mm -hmm. so like pairing that that brilliance and that inherent knack for improv improvisation 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 thank you baby child i don't yeah that's right um if gone unchecked it's very easy to be a black person who feels like the world has done them wrong when like all this brilliant shit we put out doesn't gain traction or doesn't like lead to us blowing up and shit Mm -hmm. um like it 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 makes sense that like i would be offended by that shit Uh but like actually i just need to develop a practice and and curate and cultivate the shit that i'm thinking that i that i you know that comes to my mind um as opposed to being entitled to the world honoring my brilliance in the raw no so that's the read of this podcast you said what read of this podcast of this episode no just of this podcast (laughs) probably yes it is (laughs) so oh god so i say that that was my long ass introduction to this quote that i'm going to read that is by the god octavia butler from parable of the sower um and this quote if you've not read parable of the sower um it's about this young black girl lauren olamina who um is living in a post-apocalyptic society her father is a um a christian pastor her stepmother is a latina woman i think she's maybe from colombia um and lauren is like bitch i know y'all trying to like make me be christian and shit but i have my whole ass own belief system that i'm developing right now um so the whole book uh goes through what's called the book of the living um which is her belief system that she's developing so this is the book of the living verse two prodigy prodigy is at its essence adaptability and persistent positive obsession without persistence what remains is an enthusiasm of the moment without adaptability what remains may be channeled into destructive fanaticism without positive obsession there is nothing at all so that's uh from the god octavia butler by way of lauren olamina god bless Hmm. um yeah so any nigga who's still listening we thank you for watching with us because what in the fuck my god um look that that inspired me Hmm. um to do fucking better Hmm. me too to do so much better than i'm fucking doing my god um because yeah we're brilliant but you know hard work will outdo talent Every single time, nigga. Every fucking time. Wow. Yeah, we just definitely need to channel our brilliance. I think I've been, I've been kind of thinking about that lately because I was like, I've been thinking about my creativity in general and how Mm -hmm. I rely on spurts Mm -hmm. as opposed to just a consistent flow of creativity Mm -hmm. and like finding a way to channel that regularly. Um, but yeah, I just really rely on just spurts of um, inspiration. 
And I I really want to come out of that because I want to be able to create when I want to create. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I am with that shit. Amen. Um, yeah, hold me accountable. I Please, will not because I won't have my own self accountable. Oh, so there's that. Yes, Are okay. you going to pray, Dre, though? Because yes, if you're not. I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and uh, lead us to the throne of to mercy. To the throne of mercy. It's going to be a short ass prayer. Amen. God, we thank you for um, for giving us the words to say, even though we weren't ready. Wow, at all. At all. Um, but in the same hour, thank you. I went for you gave minutes. us the <laughs> you gave us the words to say, mm. um, and you know, articulated it in a way that uh, was a lot better than I thought. Wow, it would be same. <laughs> Because I was Jesus really Christ. under the impression that this would just be a jumbled ass mess. Which to an extent it is, but it's less jumbled than I thought. Than I thought, amen. So, uh, yes, Lord, we thank you. Um, we thank you for this opportunity once again to come and just um, share our thoughts, share our uh, our triumphs and our low points of the week. Um, and to inspire anyone who may be listening who, you know, find solace in this podcast and the words that we say. Mm. Um, we don't take this lightly. Mm. Um, we know that whatever, this is a platform. Whether or not it's huge or not, mm. it is a platform. And we have um, the ability to affect folks, and we don't take that lightly. And so we're very, very thankful um, for that. Um, so, yes, we release this into the universe knowing that it will not come back void. Mm. Amen. Amen. A woman. A woman. A everyone. A everybody. Glory. Ashe. Thank you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you.